Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of a woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. I did not know this, but he filmed it in Baltimore, where Jada Pinkett Smith is from. Did you know that? I don't know. That's where she was from, no. She's from there. So he went to her hometown and bitch slapped her in her hometown. That's kind of nice. It is. It's like delicious vengeance with a Netflix $40 million paycheck attached. I feel like every time someone is interviewing Jada Pinkett Smith, they're like, fuck. Oh, God. Is she on today? Please don't lecture me. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing more exhausting. Must yeah. be so tiring. She always has like that kind of like. It's like that one friend. You're like, "How you doing?" Oh, God, well. Kathy's here. <laughs> like, Don't ask I? her. Don't ask her how she is. Just tell her. <laughs> Just say it's good to see you. Okay, like, and move on. Guess what? Will Smith's coming over. Awesome. He's bringing his wife. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll be on the patio. Just tell me when they leave. It's like the difference of like, uh, like Catherine Zeta-Jones and Michael Douglas. You're like, awesome. You know, where it's like both. You oh, you'd take, be thrilled for both of them yes. to show up. Yes, and then party. it's like, oh, oh, oh. Everybody Will's has bring, that spouse. Will's bringing Jada. Huh. Yeah. Okay, I guess I could put him next to. No. Oh. Or maybe at the head of. No. I used to live in Brooklyn. First mark against me. Yeah. And my roommate ended up dating this. <laughs> and my roommate was Jada Pickett Smith. Let's welcome her, ladies and gentlemen. Was, you know uh, I was on a different world, right? It's, oh, my God. Remember when I was on a funny show? Remember when I was like a light, funny, hard, lighthearted person? But uh, she had this. She ended up dating this guy, and it was what, he was that guy. Every time he showed up, I was like, oh, God, this guy again. Oh, God. He was also a wine snob. So, But I was like, we were in our 20s. How much of a wine snob can you be? What can you afford? You've got, like, the best <laughs> bottle of Barefoot Chardonnay. I, and he was... He would love to drink wine and stuff like that. And he didn't know that I was like even in the room. So he wasn't saying this for my benefit. He wasn't saying this for anybody's. But nobody else, he thought he was alone in the room in this, you know, living room of our sure spacious two-bedroom yeah, in, in Brooklyn. Bed-Stuy. Oh. And uh, yeah, and, I, and he's sipping a glass of wine and he just goes, my favorite coat, Darone. And I was like, and this is why guns aren't legal. In where we were at the time, where we were. Now, if I lived in Texas, that guy would be gone. <laughs> How dare you say my favorite Cote d'Aron? Oh, yeah. I love my Cote d'Aron. It says Reuniti on the side, you <laughs> it's, asshole. It's so nice. On ice. <laughs> Put it on ice, like my family still does. I've been trying to get my family to drink better. Just trying to get my family to drink in general. Sure. But, you know, drink nicer stuff, better stuff, higher quality stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, we brought home a good, a really good, I got my, my father wanted to learn about wine, so we got him, like, a good bottle of wine. The first fucking thing he did was put ice in it. He knows what he likes. He know, The man knows what he likes. And a little bit of sun-kissed in it. Oh, <laughs> it tastes good. Hey, I'm going to make this better. Ah, get me the Coke. <laughs> Why is everybody from the Midwest now I when I do? Yogi Bear your father. Hey, uh, oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, wait. So it's my father. So it's, uh, hey, what is this red wine? What is it? 40 bucks a bottle. Yeah, it's a fancy wine. 
Let me go get my Coca-Cola and my uh, ice cubes. I'm going to dress this up real nice. Does your dad really put Coca-Cola in wine? No, the, in New Jersey they do. Excuse me? That's called oh, the wait. New... We did that one for yeah. a specialty cocktail because I just had to taste what that oh, was right. like. Yeah. Oh, man. They Is love that like their coffee ice and milk? milk? Or wait, not coffee and milk. What was it? Pepsi and milk? Pepsi and Laverne. Yeah, that's fucking gross. How many people in the country tried that after watching that show? Uh, I don't know, and I don't want they to. They tried talk it to once them. and then they died. Yeah. I don't know. She choked on her own vomit. I don't know what happened after that. <laughs> so did I? Did I tell you that I saw? Um, Marcus had uh, me go to one of his students' uh, musicals in Brooklyn. Or, I'm sorry, the Bronx. Oh, God, the scene is set. Right. Uh, and it was Legally Blonde, the musical in the Bronx mm-hmm. at this wealthy school. So I'm like, are you serious right now? Doesn't he teach rich kids? Yes. Yeah, so I'm thinking, like, this has got to be, probably be pretty good. Like yeah, a, they got the budget. Yeah. Probably like a good set. Uh oh. Probably some good singers, right? You'd think. You know, when you kind of just see the show poster and you're like, Oh, no. Oh, no. So I'm like, well, maybe this will be better upstairs. And uh, it's not. <laughs> it, uh, the set is worse than my high school production would be. There is no curtain. Okay. So there's no, like, reveal. They just kind of, like, the girls come in. Oh, don't say from the audience. That feels like such a high school thing. The girls are all dressed the same. Like identical, mm-hmm. which is not really typical of a sorority. Um, <laughs> We're not going for realism. Right. It's a Bronx high school. Right. Okay. But there's something like, read the notes of the show. You know, so these girls all come out and it's like they're, you know, they're all teenagers. So they don't know what an adult is or like what a college girl is. Uh-oh. Right? So they're like, let's be really slutty. So every girl comes out. <gasps> And it's like they all had these baby gap shirts on and like these micro minis. And I'm like, uh, I mean, now I don't like girls. I don't like kids, but I'm still really uncomfortable. I mean, and they're all like they had like this growth spurt. So like they're huge boobs in this like and I'm and then they're doing. Oh, my God, you guys. Oh, my God. And you if know, you hate girls and kids, come to Legally Blonde Bronx High School. Like there's a few good singers. The girls are dancing and sometimes they'll like stop and like pose. And then like they, this is what I mean by the sexualization. They'll either like rub themselves <gasps> or then like kick their leg out. So you're like, uh, this is inappropriate. Let's cut to, I won't even bother with the Elle Woods because she's, she's wonderful. Who I wanted, I wanted to go up and be like, Who, where's the, where's the homo? Where's the homo that works here? <laughs> like, what do you? The big reveal is you put Elle in a peach dress. The girl is so washed out. Unless she blinked, I wouldn't know she's on the fucking stage. <laughs> and how about a blowout? She it's legally blonde. She should be blonde, and it looks like she spent some time on her hair. Not like Carrie after the prom. Was she a brunette? Was her hair no, actually it was blonde? Just, it was blonde-ish. Esque. But like. Legally blah. Run a run a comb and not the comb that your mom found in her discount purse. <laughs> but like blow it out. Somebody give that girl a fry. Right. So then there's a point where, you know, like 
L's studying for the LSAT, blah, blah, blah. And then there's like that little rap. There's like this guy that comes out and he kind of raps in between. Uh-huh. And which was Andy Carl in the Broadway show. And this was a little kid who he played several parts. He comes out and he's like rapping or whatever. But then all of a sudden he does his own dance, like rap dance. Because he probably had that special skill and they were like, oh my God, you guys, Kevin's going to play this role. We have to build it around him. What do you do? You tap dance on roller skates. So little white Kevin is rapping and dancing and then... He has both of his hands in front of his crotch as if he's fucking somebody from behind <laughs> and then slapping it, air slapping it. Now, again, I don't have children. I don't like children. I am in the audience like, oh, my God. <laughs> and some you can also hear some of the other parents like, um, I don't did he just I don't think that like that's really. Inappropriate. So other people are catching on around you going like, like maybe oh. he shouldn't be miming ass fuckery but, right <laughs> during in this, this high school production right right so i'm kind of like uh uh and i don't know if like this is just a really long introduction to, to catch a predator we're all of a sudden like we're all going to be yeah everybody's on dateline right yeah so then i'm kind of over that one and then all of a sudden Are you strange i'm like this is really awful and then we are introduced to paulette who she does a great job but you know, like, she works in the admin office. Did they pick up somebody who was, like, an adult for this role? No. She's also a child. And there is nothing sexual about Paulette, really. So she's singing, and she's wearing some really unfortunate tight pleather pants. Okay. And as she's singing Ireland or something, she is, like, 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 Dropping like it's hot, but like, you know, like drop it down and then spread your legs open like yeah. you're Nicki Minaj. Pussy popped. Kind of doing something like that. that. And I'm like, what the flying fuck is happening on the stage? I didn't, I was like. Why is everybody humping this Everyone is so like fucking energized with set. I'm like, this is like, I, I'm like, I'm still reeling from the guy dirty fucking some. Yeah. Like, like you're turned like, on, but is, you shouldn't this be. This is <laughs> legally blonde. This is an assault and Peppa video. What the fuck is happening? Mm, 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 yeah. Like fucking. I'm like, uh, okay. So then, and you know, Elle does the big reveal. Like, I'm not going out like that. I'm, you know, you know, and she's like, Elle, you're in the supply closet. You know, and she, she's like, I'm not going on that. I'm going on this. And she normally comes out and she's got like some stunner dress or whatever. Yeah. So Carrie White comes out of the closet. <laughs> And if you didn't think the first three dresses that she was wearing during this fucking production were bad, she basically comes out, comes out in, in, a, pajamas. in a rucksack. <laughs> like, I'm like, what the? F-? I'm like, did you just dress her down even worse? Like, seriously? No, you're like, oh. Oh, maybe that's the whole point uh, of this is to make like, her uglier as the show it's goes like along. Legally, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> they should have called it illegally blonde then. And, then the, and also when the dogs came out, I'm like, it's a chihuahua. It's very, we don't need to vary this. The one dog came out. I'm like that. Good luck catching that thing in your hand before it, it fucking bowl? bites your hand. off. Oh, yes. oh my God. They're like, we just got whatever we could from the rescue to play the dog. Right. And they're like, and then Paulette's dog is supposed to be a bulldog. This Doberman retriever or whatever. I was oh like, God. why do you have these animals on the stage? It's like, this is a recovered with... greyhound. Yeah. I'm like, oh, here's my pet shark. <laughs> what the fuck? 
So then is at the end. she walking an armadillo? What's <laughs> happening? So it, it ends and Marx is like, um, what'd you think? I'm like, um, I think we should go. <laughs> um, Wait, sh- is he seeing it with, with non-teacher eyes, not proud parent eyes? No, he's like, really? He's like, that's pretty good, don't you think? And I said, I think we need to Marcus. get home before the garage closes and I can't get my car in. But um, uh, he's like, I've never seen this production. I'm like, well, maybe you should go home and watch the MTV production. <laughs> So you know. So you know. So you know what it shouldn't right. be. And he's talked to all these parents, and these parents are like, Marcus is the greatest piano teacher. I'm like, he is. Blah, blah, blah. And um, I said, listen, are, are we are we staying? Like, do we have to talk to these people again? Oh, my God. I thought you were saying this to the people who were introducing to no, you. Listen, no. do I have to stay and talk to you? And he's like, well, I'd like to say hello to her. I said, well, they did like the full show. I thought it was going to be like Legally Blonde Light. No. Or it was the full like two and a half hours. I'm like, legally Jesus long. Christ. Oh my God. I'm like, find a note, hit it, and let me like enjoy it. But this was just like listening to like someone's house radio with static. You're like, you, when you have to move and you're like, I think I can hear the station. I can't. I can't. Uh-huh. Anyway. I hold my right hand up, then I get it. That is awesome. I would give anything to go to a high school musical production with you. I wanted, like, the thing is, I'm like, this is going to be great. I was ex- excited. Like legitimately excited or like, I can't wait to see what the fuck's going to happen. Yes, I was excited, but I also was kind of excited for like a 60 minute version of it so they can cut out stuff. So it's not like, yeah, your kids, your like, kid, you like we don't need to sit here for two and a half hours. And the deathly part of that is that kids like to act before and after the lines. So Correct. nobody's really clocking the pace of this bad daddy. Let's just sit in it. Right. And then when you do curtain speeches, no one's clocking that either. So now I'm like, we've just lost 40 minutes. And then they went through each person in the audience and they're like, could you say one nice thing about this production? So now you're at an AA meeting. <laughs> the seats are nice. And <laughs> I was here. <laughs> the best part of this production is that I was in the audience. <laughs> Sincerely, Patrick O'Brien. I mean, I just let you just to let you know if this happens again, please take me with you because I just want to see a high school musical production with you because there's nothing funnier than kids doing songs as like 80 year olds. It absolutely inappropriate songs for some children. Oh, but like Legally Blonde could have been fudged. I remember doing Guys and Dolls when I was in high school and one of the sophomores played. What's the what's the name of the grandfather? Arvide. Arvide. There you go. Julesy knows it. It's right at his fingertips. Of course. And I love watching a kid play an old person. (laughs) They grayed out his hair. And now here's this like 15-year-old kid who's like, Boy, I cannot wish you better wish you find your love. I mean, so wrong, so funny. (laughs) All right, it's time. Are you ready? Yes. It is time. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Adam West. And I'm Jennifer Nettles. And we're coming to you from the Maha Bar on the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Who was the woman that was screaming at the 
at the beginning? Probably Jules. Oh. I assume. He's a big I, fan. I thought I, I thought I heard a... That's, that's probably somebody who's just... You can get murdered in the audience of an Elvis show. Nobody would ever know because of all the screaming females. I'd like to see that. And I'm screaming for you because this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're bringing them to Elvis and we're uh, telling them it's Austin Butler and then giving him an Academy Award or some kind of crap like that. We're reading their articles. We read articles. This is what we do this week and every week. So follow us on your social medias at Dear Official on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. You should see some fancy new items coming up on the Instagram. We've got some cute little video snippets for you to check it out. And while you're there, slide into our DMs and send us a note of encouragement or an advice question, which we shall answer here on the air. You can also email us old school style. Dear... D, what? big D, literally, dearpodofficial at gmail.com. Check out our Patreon page if you want to give to us. For 3 or $5 a month, you can become a subscriber, get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week. That's patreon.com slash dearpodofficial. And we also would love if you would rate, review, and subscribe so we can get our sexy numbers up there. Bump us back up so that we can extra special promote our extra special, extra special live show that we are doing April 19th at 9.30 p.m. It is Wednesday. Come on out. It's midweek. Everybody's selling out shows all days of the week. We are going to be performing our live show at Caveat in New York City. That is right, the Lower East Side. Go get yourself a slice of pizza. And then come over and watch us jibber-jabber live Caveat. So check out Caveat, C-A-V-E-A-T dot N-Y-C for tickets. Or we'll put the links in all of our stuff anyway. You know where to find us. It's very easy. You know where we are. You know where we are. We're very stockable. Stock it. So stock it. Get all up in it. Oh, I haven't done lies in a while. It's been a minute. I think it's time. Well, it's a very holy time that we have entered. This It's this uh, Lenten time of year. Tis. Some crap. I don't know. It feels springy and Eastery. There's chocolate bunnies and Jesus is coming back from the dead. So everybody, look busy. <laughs> it is time. To talk about Jesus, our Why favorite isn't topic. Anybody? That's Jesus. oh my God, Jesus is Jesus totally Miranda Priestly. Why isn't anybody ready? Jesus Priestly. <laughs> Why isn't anybody ready? He's on his way. Oh my God! Oh my God! Wear the teal skirt. Gird your loins. He's coming. Jesus is here. Put on the Chanel boots. <laughs> he would really appreciate that. As a sandal wearer, I'm sure he'd like to update his footwear. This is one of our favorite topics to talk about, and I'm surprised that we have never landed on the Jesus as a theme yet for an episode, but we are dedicating our episode to Jesus. To the Jesus Christ. (laughs) We've dedicated this episode to Jesus Christ. All right. This one goes out to Jesus. It comes from Marie in Baltimore, and she just wants to say, I'm thinking of you in your linen shift dress tonight. It's hot in the desert, and you're a... Hunky white man with abs that won't quit. This one's for you. <laughs> and I, I... Welcome to Love Notes with Delilah and Delilah. We have this a letter here different. from uh, Bethlehem. I saw you on the beach the other day, and uh, you were walking by yourself. And then you uh, filled up that glass of water, turned it into wine, laughed, and then murdered 13 people behind you. 
And I saw you walking on the beach, and he turned to me and said, I know a guy who will split this in half if you want. <laughs> and then I said, are you talking about me splitting me in half? Because we can do that too, Jesus. Oh, my God, Jesus as a magician? That would be the best show ever. Oh, I'm just talking about fucking her. Oh, I would rather see the show in oh, Vegas. I want Jesus to fucking split me <laughs> in split half. Split me like a, <laughs> like a palm tree, just right down the middle with a machete. <laughs> like a lightning bolt hitting a tree, just split exactly. me. Georgia Pine, they're soft. So here comes You Light Up My Life. <laughs> <laughs> you light up my life. I was thinking the other Delilah. day. I had to explain who Delilah was to someone at work the other day. And I literally, I'm like, I probably, did I just write her Wikipedia page? I, t- how did I know so much about fucking Delilah? Tell me you didn't let this person go for like three hours. Yeah. To the point where they were like, Patrick, They're I like, have to go get something to eat. And you're like, wait. They've pushed so the that- elevator button like 12 times. And then. <laughs> they've gotten their coat. They've gotten other pairs of clothes to put like, on. No, I really have to. Uh, uh, okay. All right. Oh, more about her. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Encyclopedic knowledge of Delilah. That's you. Delilah. It will come in handy when we go on Supermarket Sweep or some shit. Delilah. You win an extra 15 minutes. I'll buy the turkeys. Get the turkeys, Patrick. Get the turkey. I like that whenever you and I talk about Supermarket Sweep, just by the way, Moth always tells me turkey isn't as expensive as it used to be. In hmm. in the event that we actually ever got to go on Supermarket Sweep, she We'd really to. wants to like gear us away from turkeys. Because there was a time on Supermarket Sweep, if you ever watched the show, that the first thing everybody ran for was the turkeys. You know, it's right. a it's a poultry. It's huge. <laughs> Ticks a lot of boxes. But now I think it's the OxyClean because it's really expensive. Oh my God, tampons! And, but also, if if it were the pandemic, you'd go straight for paper paper goods. Yeah, but also inflation. Grab toothpaste. True. And that will push you over the limit. I wonder if Supermarket Sweep, if they did it in New York, uh, <laughs> if they're going in down the deodorant aisle, if they'd have to wait for management to come to unlock it. Can we please talk about this? I've talked, I'm obsessed with that you go to CVS and everything is behind plexiglass like they are selling diamond bracelets. It's not Tiffany's. Can I pull this out for you? No. I just wanted... It's Tums. I wanted deodorant the other day, and it's not one of those things where I like, oh, I'll take this one. I need to smell it, because if I want to smell like I'm a member of 98 Degrees, I'm going to probably pass. So now you have to test smell all the deodorants in front of Kevin, the attendant from CVS. Who doesn't want to be there, and I don't want him there either. But it's like you're trying on jewelry. You know what? You're like, you know what? Let me try that ring. Is it a yeah. size six? Is it? You know what? Let me try the emerald. Does this rainforest smell like rainforest to you, you Kevin? You test it out and then just put your pit in front of his face. This smells terrible. I'm wearing that now. Huh. This says smells cotton good on breeze. You, though. Check it out, Kevin. What do you think? Huh? All right. Now, show me what you have in a cotton swab. <laughs> I always feel like if, what, because you can rarely get an attendant. So if True. you get an attendant in CVS, you want to hold on to that guy. Like a Sherpa. This is like finding the person you're going to marry. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my God, I got Kevin. So, okay. Kevin comes over. You're like, I'd like to get the Pepsid. He opens it up. He gives it to you. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What hold else my you hand. Let's go to Let's go to the cotton swab aisle. Let's see. Let's go let's to toothpaste, shall we? All right. Moving on. Moving on. Mouthwash. So I... now you should have... If they're going to pull this locking shit up, you should be assigned an attendant as soon as you walk in the door. Like with a cart. Yeah. Or like um, a cotillion 
You know, like when you come out, <laughs> don't they give those girls like a guy to walk down the aisle with and like present them to society? I'm guessing I have not had my own cotillion. I yet. have not lived in Atlanta or grown up wearing ball gowns, but I think that's what happens. You sort of get an assigned boy. Oh, I I've, like that. God, we should move down <laughs> south and a become 15-year-old girls and do a production of Legally Blonde. Where we show our boobs. It's good. <laughs> Yes, it's I am a lot. so much better. Oh my God, I, am I have so much got better. to find this. I don't know what you're talking about, so please send it to me. All right, back anyway. to the Jesus for a minute, because we have articles this week on the Jesus. So legally I, Jesus. Let's dive into legally Jesus, everybody. Legally. Don't Jesus. dive into me, because here's the thing. We're coming up on his G's is the reason for the season. He gets two Dear times Jeeves. a year that we keep talking about the G's. Yeah. And so we're coming up on the Easter season, which uh, I thought about this the other day. So he died on a Friday, right? What I feel like Jesus is the first guy to take a three-day weekend. <laughs> Didn't even think about it that way. Yes. We always want to know where this started, but he is the OG of the three-day weekend. He's like, you guys, here's what I'm thinking. Everybody take Friday off, die a little bit, and I'll see you all on Monday. Back here. Okay, Don't take care. Don't shower when you come back. <laughs> Clean your hands. Yeah. Three-day weekend. <laughs> here's what I'm thinking. You get a day off, and you get a day off. You sleep in a tomb. It's just called vacation. And then you come out. It's called like unplugging. I just want to unplug from everybody. Here's the thing. You should always have a friend who's an illusionist. Okay, that's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, but that would be a real pain in the ass. Nobody really likes a magician or a ventriloquist. Hey, David Copperfield, it's me, Jesus. I'm going to need you for this weekend. <laughs> I'm going to be in this tomb and I need to get out. Huge party. Right. Huge rock, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So do what you Allegedly. can. Call your people. Do some smoke and mirrors. Here's the other thing about, you know, the story of like he's in the tomb and they put the giant boulder in front of it. Yeah. They, I find this also very hard to believe. So it is, anytime they show it, it is basically like a perfectly excavated cave with a perfect ball. Circular. Right. Yeah. That like uh, Indiana Jones Temple of I Doom. literally, yes, I was exactly. And they rolled it in front. Uh-huh. They they found this perfect size, rolled it. What in a front. coincidence in Jerusalem, and it's round and it's smooth. Right. So they're like, there's no way that he could move it. Maybe he could have moved it because you moved it in so place. So he might be able to do it. But they took depending like, on the slope. It took like a shit ton of apostles, a couple of Egyptians, or maybe it's a lie. Boulders. What are you talking about? <laughs> that I've built my whole foundational life on this illusion? I, I mean, <sighs> could you imagine? Is this your card? Damn it, Jesus! Every time, <laughs> Queen of Hearts. Uh, he is such a hit. I should probably change the card though. Oh, it's always Queen of Hearts. It is. Oh. Yeah, he has one of them trick decks. It's a big trick dick. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Oh. Legally blind. Yeah, All right, that, people. How it, sounded. it is time to trick your decks and dicks. We're going to talk about Jesus today. Oh, my God. We're going to get struck by lightning. Are you ready? Well, we'll see. Give me some Jesus articles. Je- uh, Fruit you... flying here. Oh, Might okay. have been him. I don't know if you were just like, 
Jesus was walking with gesticulating me. Gesticulating for me to start. Give me the Jesus. Okay. Jesus. This Jesus. is from the Durham Sun, Durham, North Carolina, Monday, January 21st, 1974. Oh, North Carolina. This is going to be good, Jesus. Dear Abby, I am Jewish and my husband is Lutheran, but it has not hurt our marriage. Oh, okay. We were married in a civil ceremony. Our daughter, Jenny, who is 10, goes to the Jewish Sunday school and is being raised in the Jewish faith. Our son, Johnny, is seven. He was baptized Lutheran and goes to a Lutheran Sunday school. Jenny gets a present every day for seven days because she celebrates Hanukkah, which comes just before Christmas. Johnny gets only one present at Christmas time. You probably know the problem. Now, Johnny wants to be Jewish. My husband is upset with Johnny, and he has even had the pastor talk to him, but Johnny still wants to be Jewish. Yeah. My question, do you think a seven-year-old child should be permitted to choose his own religion? My husband and I disagree. Signed, A House Divided. Oh, if there's more swag in it for you, go for it. Dear Divided, would you let Johnny choose his own bedtime? Would you let your seven-year-old quit school if he wanted to? Then in a matter as serious as religion, how can a seven-year-old be expected to make an intelligent choice? One who bases his choice of religion on which one will net him the most presents is truly childish. But then he's only seven. So who can you blame? Would you let a seven-year-old choose their religion? Yes, you will wait until they were 12 and they can be confirmed with their own fully formed brain. Right. Would you let them choose their own religion because they don't have time between ripping out of their mother's vagina and then being baptized? Absolutely. Would you let them choose? No. That's absurd. Force them into it. First of all, this article felt like a math problem. It was like, Johnny has 12 gifts and Jimmy has five. Right. Who's... Who's a better Jewish guy? (laughs) Wow, this is a really specific SAT question. I thought this was just an article. Is there a problem? When they get older, who will they marry and disappoint in the family? Probably everybody. Absolutely. That's a bonus round. Oh, in our now, you grew up Catholic. I'm going to put quotation. This is a heavy quotation mark episode, everybody. Yeah. When did you get confirmed? Isn't confirmation in eighth grade? In, yes, it should be, or usually is. I don't remember. Not where I went. They were like, you were waiting until you're 21. We didn't get confirmed until we were 18. At that point, I really wouldn't have cared. Exactly. But at that point, you're I, you're doing it for the party. Your parents have a party. They get some fried raviolis. You have a party for confirmation? Yeah. We had a, everybody in our family. Huh. Confirmation party. And they get like the Chateau special. Where they just get trays of, you know, chicken palm and sure, it's just an excuse to eat. That's really all it is. And then you have to pick your weird name, as if you're ever going to use it. Do you know what my confirmation name is? Grizabella. Better, Hilaria. Hilaria Baldwin. <laughs> yes. I'm going to marry a guy who accidentally shoots someone on set one day. Fingers crossed. Wow. I'm going to start my own yoga Instagram page. Right. So they gave us a book of, I almost said spells. Could be. The Bible. Yeah. Uh, and they gave us a book of saints when we were getting confirmed. And they say, oh, you know, pick your confirmation name. Now, all these kids pretty much just took one of their grandparents' names. It's like. Right. And you took an in touch. And you're like, I'll just go with <laughs> <laughs> I took an OK magazine into a bathroom. And I come out. I'm going with this one. <laughs> I know my confirmation name is Mary Kate Olson. <laughs> I'm choosing Goldie Hawn. <laughs> It's my confirmation. 
All right, I've got my confirmation name, you guys. Doja Cat. <laughs> oh, it's right here. It's right here. It's legal. It's fine. <laughs> so they gave us a book of saints. And they Mary were like, Elizabeth Lil' Kim O'Neill. Yeah. <laughs> Nas. Nas. <laughs> I present Nas. Pitbull, ladies and gentlemen. Just to get the priest Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's Pitbull. Erin Caroline, Mr. Worldwide Maguire. <laughs> Presented to St. Eulalia's Church in Winchester, Massachusetts. They gave us this saints thing, and I was like, I opened it up to my birthday to see what saint was born on my birthday, and it was Saint Hilaria. And because it sounded like hilarious, I just took the name. And everybody else took like their their grandparents' names, and I feel why do I feel like my brother's name was like Alan John John McGuire? <laughs> Whatever it was was, I don't know, like a double name. John John. And so Sean John. Moth wanted me to do Catherine, so I would have been Erin Caroline Catherine McGuire. Do we need any more names at this point? That's a lot of syllables. That's a lot. It's a lot. So as everybody's going up, they're like, Kate Ma- Maria Anastasio. Stacy Elizabeth Leonard. Erin Hilaria. Maguire. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll take it. that. I chose it. <laughs> Shout out to you, baby G. <laughs> yeah, that's mine. That's me. I'm Hilaria. What up? And I'm pew-pewing as I'm walking down the aisle, just, mm-hmm. you know, finger and guns. And as soon as you picked it, it was forgotten because you never use it again. No, why did anybody? But I think the point is to use it in the hereafter. So I won't know if my name is Hilaria until I die. And then I get up to the pearly gates and they're like, Hey, Hilaria. <laughs> and that's when you have completely forgotten that you chose that. And you're like, who are they talking to? And, and that's when I'm like, God, it's really hot in here. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Why do you keep calling me Hilaria? Yeah. That's your confirmation name. Why are you so red? No, it's not. Why are those horns? Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. No, he's over there. He's over there. He's Hilaria. in the VIP section of heaven. He's just behind a little rope. <laughs> Just drinking some iced tea. No, no, because at the VIP section, it's like Sky Vodka. Wow, Sky. High end. Yeah, welcome back to <laughs> welcome 1995. Back to re- <laughs> Remember when Sky did feel like Lux Vodka? Because it was in the blue bottle? Yeah, we were like, that's the Grey Goose of that's Vodka. That's great. Ooh, what does he drink? Alizé? Ooh! No. Turn this Alizé into anything else. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, love your party. I'd like something else. <laughs> You did show up at the Jesus party. You're like, oh, wine. Um, I'm allergic. Hey, Jesus, I, I. Could you turn this wine into rum? Listen, I love your parties. Thanks. Do you mind if I am a little honest? Okay, go ahead. I'm Jesus. I can take it. I don't know where you procured this wine from, but it is shit. I got and- three words for you. Bodega. Obviously. And the loaves and the fish, we get it. We get it. Nobody's going to be making out at this party. You've been doing this for decades now. We know it's your trick of like what you make. How about a pasta dish or like a potato bar? <laughs> Quinoa, or taco you night, love a good ancient grain. A poke bowl. Anything other than the loaves of fish, the bread, and the wine. Like enough. <laughs> You guys, it's taco night at Jesus's place. (laughs) (laughs) 
you what? bring the cilantro, he'll change it all around. <laughs> oh my God, taco night at Jesus's. <laughs> or like, he's like, I'm changing mass. And instead of the body of Christ, you'll be getting the body of a twice baked potato. It's a potato <laughs> bar. Everybody gets a thin mint. <laughs> Wait, if Jesus's restaurant was open, come on down to Jesus's place where we got barbecue host. We're turning water into wine, water into wine. <laughs> if you don't like it, we'll change it on the spot. We'll change that wine into Coors Light, two for one on Tuesday. Yeah. Ladies drink free. You don't like Bud Light? Drink it again. Is this Ice House? You got it. <laughs> I ordered a mudslide, but did you? Oh. Come on down to Jesus's place. We got mozzarella sticks that are ho ho holy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love a Jesus restaurant. I'd you'll, also like you'll walk over water to get to our place. <laughs> I'll be hanging in the back. Come and <laughs> come and see me. Oh fuck! <laughs> Even that. Wow. Made me a little nervous. I'll be hanging in the back. I told you lightning is striking this week for these articles about the G. <laughs> All right. Here's an article for you from uh, what do we got? What do we got? The Times Standard from Eureka, California, February 8, 1976. Jesus helped Rita overcome fear. Better Rita or reader? <laughs> <laughs> it would be better if it was Rita. Rita Rudna. Reader. That's a Boston accent there. Oh, my God, the print is so small. Dear Ann Landers, I really identified with that girl who wrote to say she was afraid to open her mouth in school, even when she was sure of the answer. She said the sound of her own voice terrified her. You suggested that she read aloud to herself in front of a mirror every evening for two weeks and then force herself to speak out in the classroom. I am not knocking your advice, Anne, because you are supposed to be an authority, or you check with someone who is. But I had the same problem and solved it a different way. I decided to speak to Jesus mm. out loud oh. and ask for his help. Hey. He answered me and gave me the strength to overcome my problem. My mother says you will never print my letter because you are a non-believer and any talk of Jesus would offend you. I hope she is mistaken. We shall see. Signed, Rose Petal. Dear Rose, your mother is wrong on all counts. I am a believer, even though you and I do not share the same beliefs. Talking Jesus does not offend me or any other enlightened person of the Jewish faith. We believe Jesus was a great teacher, that he was a kind and gentle man, but we do not accept him as our savior. If Jesus helped you, I think it is wonderful. Go to him whenever you feel the need. Help is where you find it. Go to him. You got a problem? Go to Jesus. Don't write to Go me. Go to hell. Go straight to hell, Ike. <laughs> Rose Petal. What are you, a stripper? What is that burlesque name? What is this shit? You like Jesus so much? Go hang out with him. Go. Who I'll, needs you? I'll be in the back. Hi, G. <laughs> We're cooking up some barbecue ribs today. Ribs of those who have betrayed me. <laughs> Judas ribs, everybody. We'll all be hanging in the back. Feel free to hang with Jesus. I'm going to Jesus to hang with him. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, no. Don't you don't go. want to do that. You don't want to do that. Why? Just take my word for it. You don't want to No, hang. he invited me to go hang with him. Right, right. No, he, he had two empty good. seats on either side of him. Ah, oh, I sit at the right hand of the father. Oh. For those ribs, I would. Rib tips. <laughs> 
if if anybody, all five of two of you listening, all twos of tens of you. That are now offended. Yeah, that are now still offended and listening. Uh, we, we have requested a Jesus restaurant. The menu is going to be simple, straightforward. There's only ever going to be one side of a table that you could sit on. Come on down to Jesus. All 12 of you on the right side of the table. Just sit at the right hand of the Father. How unbelievably, it would be like the best restaurant to work at because everyone is dressed in a caftan. Oh, so So you're easy. always comfortable. Yeah. That's the uniform. Like, it's really, it's neither hot nor cold because there's nothing that Jesus makes that's really extreme. Yeah, there's nothing that's going to be too spicy. Right. There's no dips. There's no blender. Oh my God, yeah, because there's very, no power. It's very calm. It's very mellow. Yeah. The atmosphere at Jesus' place is great. You don't all have to sweep, it. it's all sand. Yeah. Oh, like those honky-tonk bar. Yeah. Yeah. All, like, it's just, it's fantastic. It's great. No smoking. Nobody pays a bill. Hey, did anybody pick up the tab? Jesus did. At the Last Supper? <laughs> he picked up the tab for all of you. I am picking up the tab for humanity, you guys. I got this one. I got this. I'll be back in three days, though, so get your shit together, okay? <laughs> Can I get the check, please? Sure. Great. I'm coming back, and I'm asking you all to Venmo me at Jesus H. Christ. Uh your card was declined. <laughs> this is awkward. Mm, do you have you know else? what? We also don't take diners. Bill me. I'll be back on Sunday. Mm, that's not how this restaurant works. That's what you think. I mean, it is weird that you guys are all sitting over there next to each other in a line. Oh, my I've God. I've seen that video. <laughs> if we were waiters at Jesus's restaurant, they're pushing the tables together. What is happening? I don't know. They all want to sit on the same side. This isn't flash dance. Why are you all on one side of the table? Why are they all dressed alike? I've seen this documentary before. <laughs> God, their everybody's hair is so long. How about a comb? The shitty production of Rent. <laughs> like, how about a comb? My mother has one in her new handbag. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to the previous episode, Comic Gold. Do it now. My mother found a French fry and a comb in her brand new purse that she bought. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was a hand-me-down purse. It sounds like it is an improv exercise. Yeah. I need a French fry, a comb, and a, purse. a location. Yeah. Yeah. With Miss White in the billiard room. With the French fry. Right. Hit me with another article. This is from the Wig Standard, Kingston, Ontario, Canada. Oh, wig! March 27, 1982. Dear Abby, you are off base in your response to Lutheran mother of four daughters who wrote in support of the pastor who refused to allow an obviously pregnant bride to have I'm having his baby sung at her wedding. Oh. Your answer, a pregnant bride is also entitled to a church wedding with the soloist, fanfare, etc. If that's what she wants, it's not the pastor's function to judge her. That's the Lord's job. That answer might have been all right if you had... If, ha- if you had preceded it with, in my opinion. As it stands, it is dead wrong, at least in the Lutheran practice. Lutherans consider a church wedding a religious ceremony service and have strict rules as to how it is to be conducted. No secular music is allowed. There are rules on the types of floral arrangements. A specific liturgy must be followed. Bride and groom may not prescribe their own rites, etc. The Lutheran pastor is charged with seeing that these rules are carried out and may refuse a church wedding to those who insist on deviating from them. He may, in fact, refuse to marry a couple if he feels they are not entering the marriage in the right relationship. 
On the other hand, he may perform a secular marriage for the couple at another location if they chose not to abide by the church wedding rules. So you see, a bride, pregnant or not, is not necessarily entitled to a church wedding with a soloist, fanfare, etc. If that's what she wants, at least not in the Lutheran church, I think you owe your readers a correction. Signed, an Ohio Lutheran. Damn, Luther. Dear Lutheran. Lutheran. I do, and you provided the evidence for which I thank you. I stand corrected. Oh, she backed off real fast. I'd be like, listen, Lutheran, bitch. She's like, I am not going to fuck with Jesus. Don't fuck with the G. Um, that's your second Lutheran article. What, what are Lutherans? What do they believe? I don't know. Do you know? Uh, yes, they <gasps> listen to and only like Luther Vandross music. <laughs> I hate you so much because I really thought you had the answer. <laughs> I was ready for a legitimate answer. I should know better at this point. Isn't, four years isn't deep. Like, isn't it? Martin Luther, isn't it like the teachings of Martin Luther? I think so. What do Lutherans believe? Let's just see. Lex Luther. They believe in Lex Luther. Luther is a really underused name everybody. someone told me the other day they're like uh i'm like oh you're what a cute dog what's his name luther <gasps> so what did you just say excuse me <laughs> i'm like oh i felt like I, I had to stand up straighter like i think your dog's about to hit me or school me on something yeah, or date me i don't know like, or sing luther. to me hey luther i met a guy the other day named glenn i was like yeah you don't you don't meet a lot of glens anymore huh no. How do you look at your baby and you're like, that's a Glenn. That right there. That is that that is state comptroller Glenn. That's right Glenn. there. That guy is gonna be mid-level accounting. Glenn. Hey, this is Glenn. Your my name baby. dictates where you land in life. That like cute if you're little Luther, baby. you're an R and B singer. Right. But if you're Glenn I'm Glenn. You work in human resources. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. You're a high end Glenn. <laughs> a high Glenn. <laughs> All right, so I looked up Lutherans. Lutherans believe, Lutherans, as you like to say, Lutherans believe that humans are saved from their sins by God's grace alone, sola gracia, through faith alone, sola fide, I'm doing it with an Italian accent, on the basis of scripture alone, sola scrittura. Orthodox Lutheran theology holds that God made the world, including humanity, perfect, holy, and sinless. Oh, that is, okay, so that's the departure from the Catholicism where we already show up and we're fucked. We've already done something wrong and we don't know what it is. I've been on the earth breathing air for two milliseconds and God is like, you're bad. You did some shit. Welcome to earth. Atone. I'm just going to preempt you with, you're bad. But I didn't even, you're bad. I haven't done anything But you're. But I just got, I'm still attached to my mother. Okay, what did I do? It's an original sin. It's original. Everybody likes the, it's It's full sugar. Yeah, it's the original recipe. It's the, it's classic Coca-Cola. It's the first round. It's that KFC first, you know, breaded chicken. Yeah, Whatever is the spices, that is the original sin. You did wrong. So it's the most delicious fattening sin. Yes, you're fat. And I didn't even get to like benefit from this. Because you didn't have teeth. (laughs) How can I sin if I don't have teeth? I barely have fingers. Well, I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) And his name is Luther. 
All right. Luther didn't have teeth either, but let me tell you. Tell me about it. Didn't stop him. Fucking hell of a night. Yeah. He's having my baby. (laughs) Not for nothing. That's a very on the nose song to play at your wedding. You could bury the lead a little bit. Like, we get it. We get it. You're having Jesus's baby. That's wonderful. Now, just finished high school. And that's Mary played that at her wedding, and she's like, I'm having a savior. Everybody gets scared. Yeah, this wedding took a turn. (laughs) I'm having a savior, you guys. I'm having a savior, and it's not my husband's. Imagine that gender reveal. (laughs) Maury Povich is with Mary and Joseph. Joseph, you are not the father. Ah, shit. I think I knew that. Mary? Oh, I'm having I'm having the savior. Right. Well, we took a lie detector test with you. Uh-oh. Who's this savior? Is that his name? Luther Savior? <laughs> Mary's gender reveal. It would either be pink or blue smoke. In this case, what would it be? Black. <laughs> Black smoke. Glitter. Yeah. I'm having a savior! Oh, my God! Woo! <laughs> Woo! She lit all of California on fire. Worth it! It's a savior! Oh, my God. Christ! <laughs> China balloon. Poof. All right, I have a final article for you. Where does it come from? The Spokane Chronicle, Spokane, Washington, October 1st, 1974. Position should be stated. Dear Ann Landers, I am married to a minister who is so morally pure that he does not need to participate in the physical side of marriage. He tells me if I disciplined my mind, I would not need sex either. I have begged him to see a doctor, but he insists I am the one who needs help. When I suggested a marriage counselor, he looked me straight in the eye and said, You forget, my dear. I am a marriage counselor. He is. He is. This man is well-liked by his congregation and is an influential leader in the community. Whenever I bring up the subject, he tells me that Jesus satisfies all his needs and that I should pray for divine guidance. Total abstinence might be fine for him, but it is destroying me, and I don't know what to do about it. Can you give me some advice? Signed, married, in name only. Dear name, since your husband has articulated his position clearly, I think you should do the same. Tell him you don't believe in celibacy and marriage, and neither does Jesus. Then see a lawyer and tell it to a judge. Tell it to a judge. Tell, tell it me to I'm me the only one more one. time. Tell me about your gay husband as he's leading a congregation. Yeah, that's the story. Yeah, that's it. That's the story, because nothing bad has ever happened in the church. No. Nothing untoward. I really find it so funny that people... Still. Still Mm -hmm. find whatever a priest says and the church... To um, be literal gospel. (laughs) Literal gospel, no matter what. This is, it's like, it's the people that follow, like, Fox News. Like, nope, he said it. My aunt goes every Sunday, every Sunday. And at this point, she's clocked enough hours where it's like, oh, it, you've you've gotten your ten thousand hours. You've, you have your own church. Now. You've got the Jesus up in the in heaven. Right. You know, you've got your own condo. That's really about how many hours you put in here is like the kind of place you're going to have afterwards. But the I so like a cousin a cousin had a baby. We went to the christening, and I haven't stepped foot in a church in I don't know how long. Mostly because I'm afraid to. of the lightning. Right, and. <laughs> <laughs> I completely there's things that I forgot about going to church and one of them is when they pass that basket you are literally sitting in 
a house, a, a, a huge building that is so ornate and elaborate that has that does not pay taxes, mm-hmm. and they're rolling this sad ass wicker basket an inch in front of your nose, like, oh, what do you got to give us, huh? You mm-hmm. gonna give us something? I just put like a French fry in there, a comb. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like you know, it's either you pass the basket or there's the guy with the with the with hook, the, right? Yeah, that's that was our guy, and always. then he like judges you like oh you're not putting anything in oh 100 he would literally pause in front of your face mm-hmm. in like, front of your nose no I'm we're gonna, not i'm gonna pass this week i don't know if you know there's 10 of us in this family no could we're, you just give me your venmo handle no. i'll yeah. i'll shoot it over later paypal do you guys does jesus have paypal oh i'm sorry does my mom's hundred dollars go towards what the legal fees or uh the painting of the gold trim around the yeah or the place. cleaning your your what are those? What, what's the glass they have in there? What? You know, like the glass on stained the windows. Glass window. Stained glass. That's the words. <laughs> Look, it's been a very um, long day for me. Stained glass. Still recovering from the time change. Sure, yes. Stained glass can't be cheap. Probably not. Unless you're doing it rinky-dink style. Right. Oh, rinky-dinks. What if the whole church was made up? Of- See, then I'd understand. <laughs> well, the church is made out of rinky-dinks. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> I like how everyone's like, well, let's just talk to the priest about it. What the fuck is a priest going to tell me? <laughs> about a sex life, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell me more about it. Have like you met Timmy, the altar boy? Well, like when you get married, you have to have... Pre-cano. Pre-cano when you talk to the priest about what... What the hell is this asshole going to talk to you about? Could you imagine if me and Jules went to pre-cano? And he did pre-cano on his first marriage. You know, the one that didn't take. Obviously. Yeah. And she's in the basement. She's she lives with us now. I mean, she's in a cage, but whatever. Yeah, I uh, we I can't. I would. You could not. Like I instantly, the second I step foot in a church, I want to laugh or faint. I just kind of. I'm. I. I'm kind of indifferent. I guess. I mean, I spent a lot of time there as an altar boy and going there. I'm like, this is this. We're not. Really, what is? What's happening here? Did you get church giggles? I would. That's the worst Always. feeling in the world. The worst, best feeling in the world. Well, because I'm not. I'm basically. I go there with my mom if mm. I go to church. Um. Like and, now. Well, not right now. I'm with you right now. <laughs> You're going to comedy church, baby. <laughs> but my mom sometimes, when I'm home, she's like, are you going to go to mass with me? I'm like, what time is mass? She's like, 8 o'clock. I'm like, no, I'm not going to mass at 8 o'clock. Are you nuts? And everyone's like, you letting your nine-year-old mother go to mass by herself? I'm like, well, she does go to mass by herself all the time. I just happen to be here this week. Yeah, and I just happen to not want to I don't to even think Jesus wants to go to the 8 a.m. mass. I don't think Jesus wants my mom to go to church anymore. It's like, honey, you're you, good. You put in your time. We got you. Yeah. If you want to go, go, but you don't have to. You have a great five-bedroom, four-bath up here. Five-bed, <laughs> four-bath, three-ghost. You're going to love it. Um, You're going to love heaven. Ugh, <laughs> 8 a.m. You'll love Jesus is heaven. We only have white dresses. That's all we have. Guys, oh, I girls. Love it. It's always going to fit. We're the original non-binary. <laughs> Look. Jesus is so Brooklyn. The long hair. Long hair, white captain. dress. Yeah. Uh, the beard. Barely bathes. Right. You just look at those pictures, you're like, God, everybody probably stinks. Doesn't have a wallet. Rides a donkey. Sometimes. How is this not bed Right. Sorry, guys, my donkey got stuck in traffic. <laughs> Sorry. I came all the way from Red Hook. Red Hook, Jesus! <laughs> a new sitcom out of the CW this fall. 
Uh, do you think it's time for Instagram mail? It has to be. Jesus Christ. Literally. Christ with arms. Christ with One of my favorite episodes of our podcast, because I am a fan of us, even if the rest of you aren't. Everybody can go to hell. I listen to well, our podcast every week, and it makes me laugh. And one of my favorite episodes is Christ with Arms. So please find it. Go back. Get on your Apple podcasts. We're so bingeable at this point with over 200 episodes, but definitely check out Christ with Arms. Christ with Arms. It's when I found a children's book called Christ with Arms, and I thought someone was going to have to resuscitate me. And ironically, it was Jesus. There were no footprints in the sand because Jesus was carrying me to the ER after I found the book Christ with Arms. Jesus had me in a headlock, and there was just two (laughs) footprints and then two dragging prints. (laughs) And then my dead body, which would come back in a couple days anyway. But it is a children's book. Return to sender. This is terrible. If you look up the picture, Christ has crucifix arms. It's there's so much happening, so much to unpack. Listen to that episode. We talk about the G a lot on here. Shout out to Jesus, y'all. It's Delilah. Your love, David. No. Your love, Jesus is bridal. Oh, fix it. 95 <laughs> next to the Honey Baked Hat. All right, it's time for Instagram mail. Are you ready? Jesus would want it this way. <laughs> it's. What would to, Jesus want? What would Jesus want us to sing this damn song? <laughs> Why don't you just get into my bed? It's what Jesus wants. <laughs> What would Jesus want? To take off your pants because you look great. Have you been working out? Jesus said this is okay. There's a reason why you work out at Temple. That's right. Jesus asked me to. Yes. Jesus Jesus asked me to go into the steam room last night. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was Jesus. Very different guy. I don't know why you're canceling my membership. Jesus told me to. (laughs) Jesus would want it this way. I, well, I'm sorry, but Jesus is no longer a trainer here at the gym. I because need another taking- vodka tonic <laughs> is what Jesus would want. No, just trust me on this. He told me. Officer, it's what Jesus wanted. Okay? So okay. either you take the head out of my trunk or let me keep it. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus wants it that way. I, I'm, just, I'm just doing the Lord's work. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Now, get out of my way because I have something else to kill. What? But Jesus told me to. Time. Time. I'm killing time. (laughs) He just texted me. But you can't check my phone unless you have a warrant. (laughs) All right. It's time for Instagram mail. Instagram mail. It's Jesus' time. This this mail came from Jesus, but it's kind of holy. So it took a while to get here. Because Jesus doesn't have an address. It's really just a message in a bottle. Like a pigeon. Jesus sent a pigeon, and it has Instagram mail attached to it. So email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com, or slide into our DMs at dearpodofficial. Go over to Instagram, check out our clips anyway, but write to us with an advice question, and we'll try to answer it right here on the air. So, Patty, what would Jesus want to answer this week? Dear Jesus, I mean, dear Pod, (laughs) I work at a movie theater, and I have a crush on a guy at work, and I know he's crushing on me, or at least I thought he did. He's been very touchy-feely, and I swear I thought he was going to kiss me the other day. I couldn't take the anticipation anymore, so I just came out and I told him that I'm crazy attracted to him. I thought he was on the same page, but all he said was, Okay, do you feel better now that you told me? I don't get it. I'm usually very good at body signals, but how did I read this wrong? Now we have to work together, and I'm mortified. How do I handle this? Signed, Bamboozled. Mm. Dear Bamboozled, 
People still have jobs at movie theaters? <laughs> Interesting. Well, booze. Clearly he doesn't feel the same, so I hate to say it, but maybe he's just not that into you. I know, I know. We are all supposed to get a participation trophy these days and cushion our snowflakes from rejection and disappointment. But guess what? Life's tough. Not everyone will like you or fall in love with you. Life isn't an Nancy Myers movie, so sorry to break the news to you. Two thumbs down. Oh, I like how you tied the movies in. Uh, Very impressive. I did no such thing. Or Anne didn't. Here's Anne's answer. Dear Bam, say it with me. Men are what? Trash! It sounds like Mr. Gameplay was all about the mouse hunt, but when you were about to drop the cage, he sunk your battleship. Some folks get off on whipping people up into a frenzy only to leave them high and dry when faced with the moment of truth. Those people are called Republicans. I mean, assholes. They're called assholes. Well, you know, same. And Mr. Hasbro here is sending more mixed signals than an air traffic controller at LaGuardia. Only I'm sure you weren't misreading the messages. I'm sure you were receiving Alpha Alpha Bravo loud and clear. He just decided to land in JFK for no apparent reason because that airport should be burned to the ground Angela Bassett style. True. There's There's an actual psychological term here. The act of sending out flirtatious signals to lure someone in with no intent on follow-through is called breadcrumbing. And Landis calls it douchebaggery. Here's what you do. You hold your head up high. Summon all your feminine strength. Do your hair and makeup to the nines. Find two hideous pink dresses and then combine them into one hideous pink dress. Then come out of your bedroom and say to your father, I'm going to show up and let them know they didn't break me. Oh, wait, that's Molly Ringwald in the timeless classic Pretty in Pink. But there is a lesson to be learned from Mr. John Hughes. When someone plays with your heart and emotions, take your game piece off the board. He clearly didn't deserve your Monopoly thimble. The best defense is an offense. Be cool as a cucumber, go to work as if nothing ever happened, play the part of the unbothered, easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl, then go home and scream into your pillow. Good luck, you fake it till you make it, son of a bitch, and happy vengeance. And if we've learned anything from John Hughes, don't make your own clothes. If we've learned anything from John Hughes, it's that bolo ties will come back. Eventually. Yes is that John Cryer was my biggest crush. Oh, I love John Cryer. I don't really understand the draw of Andrew McCarthy or why you would choose I don't him. ever. You would n- I would never choose Andrew McCarthy over John Cryer. No. Wasn't was Andrew McCarthy in uh San Almas Fire too? <sighs> you know, I don't know. I feel like that was a little bit before my time. Mm, I don't think he was. I don't uh, think he was, maybe not. but he was the heartthrob of the 80s. Ish, right? Yeah. No, he really was like in a handful of movies where it was like, that's a mannequin? Well, that's different. That's, that's... How is he not a heartthrob in that movie? Well, he no, is the... I mean, he's not, well, because it's only him and Kim Cattrall. He's the romantic lead. Right, but I mean, the... I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know. He's a bit doughy. He's a bit soft edges. Andrew. <laughs> so, you know? It was a soft focus. You should tell him that. I would love to go to Mars and live there. Oh, I would love it. If you put a Starbucks on Mars, I'd be the first one there. I'd be the homeless man in that bathroom. <laughs> 
just for like the New stars. York, right, Aaron? Ah, <laughs> oh, just like home. <laughs> oh, we would uh, humans would ruin every goddamn planet if yep. you put us on. We find out there's water there. There's a bar that pops up. Yep. Yeah. At the casino. So if you went to Mars, if you lived on Mars, what would you? Uh, what would I'd you? I'd kill do? everyone that showed up. Uh huh. I don't know. You're going to have to move fast because, you know, what if a boat shows up with 30 people on it? Well, the Jonestown Massacre, everyone just had that one punch. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if Patty was the welcoming committee at Mars? He's like, hey, guys, welcome to Mars. It'd be like the next bus. Like, drink this. Don't drink that. Drink this. Drink this. (laughs) Don't drink that. I don't know what happened. They went up there. Everybody died. It's really strange. Those... Atmosphere. They were kind of assholes, though, right? Yeah. Am I right, Steve? Welcome to Mars. Steve? Oh, you drank it. <laughs> Fuck. Not Steve. <laughs> Not Steve. All right. You know what it's time for? No. I'll tell you. Okay. It's time for a specialty cocktail, specialty drink. drink. We're talking about Jesus and drinking some blood. If I'm his blood is Cheetos, vodka, or angels, then be bourbon. Jesus and me are drinking drink together. Jesus would be a great drinking buddy. I mean, aside from the obvious Look water. Look my drinks are out. Look again. Oh, <laughs> Oh, my God, Jesus. You guys, Jesus is here. <laughs> Snaps for Jesus. Oh, my God. Who's your date tonight? Jenna. <laughs> I really wish I had a pina colada instead, but I... Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Asking you shall receive. Uh, I'm the G. I'd really like some bread with this. What? Hey, Jesus. G. <laughs> What's up, G? Baby G. All right, this week's specialty cocktail is the Presbyterian. James Jules Ferris is a non-practicing Catholic, which he believes is another word for Presbyterian. All right, for this you will need two ounces of Angel's Envy bourbon, two ounces club soda, two ounces ginger ale. Equal parts all of these items. Build all ingredients in a highball glass filled with ice and stir. Garnish with a lemon zest coin. And here is tasting notes for the week. Before we begin, let us bow our heads. In the name of the podcast and the host and the handsome producer, amen. Please be seated. Now, many of you may not know the difference between Catholic beliefs and Presbyterian beliefs. The central difference is where they locate authority. I'm learning something today. Educational drinks. Catholicism recognizes the supremacy of the papacy and believes that scripture shares authority with church tradition. Somebody did a cut and paste of a Wikipedia today. Presbyterianism holds that scripture alone is authoritative. This is clearly not from the words of Jules himself. <laughs> we here at the Maha Tiki Lounge believe that the cocktail recipe written down in the Holy Mixology Bible can be altered to one's taste. The name of this drink has been attached to it for over a hundred years. It was part of the reform movement in Scotland. There you go. So if you don't believe in the leadership of bourbon, feel free to replace it with the holiness of scotch if you're feeling so divinely inspired. After one sip, you will look up to the heavens and quote from the good book of the Doobie Brothers when you say, mm, Jesus is all right with me. And those are Jules's tasting notes, which was like a fever dream of a Wikipedia page that I just read. And I will give him a shiny coin if he can define papacy and uh, talk to me about Presbyterian. Jesus is just so right with Steve. Jesus, Jesus is, is with Steve. So oh no, he touched Steve. Oh. He can walk again. Oh my God, Jesus! Cheers to Jesus. 
All right, so here's what we got. The Presbyterian is the Presbyterian. Hmm. Tastes like grandma. You know what? It actually tastes like, like Presbyterianism, where it's really kind of neither here nor there. It doesn't have a lot of bite. It doesn't have a lot of flavor. It's not going to offend you, but it's not going to blow your skirt up. I still don't know what a Presbyterian is. <laughs> Take a few more sips and we'll figure it out. Isn't it like diet? It's like light, Catholic light. It's very close to Catholic, but they don't believe the, as the Pope as the leader of the Catholic Church. Neither do I. Uh, I don't. I mean... Does anybody? Like, enough's enough. Is everybody a Presbyterian? Abolish this mon- monarchy. Okay, let's... En- enough. Imagine if it was a monarchy. Imagine if that's how we It chose- pretty much is. I mean, they, the Catholic charities, and this guy lives in a mansion dressed like a drag queen. Absolutely. With jewels and this huge grouping of lawyers. And like a glass-cased Prius. Right. And yeah. you're, you're what now? Okay. I find it ironic that when they pick the Pope, they they blow smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's basically what it is. Exactly. Oh, this guy. Oh, oh. oh Who's gee. smoke? Where is he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> next. Oh, yeah, next. Hey, I'm the leader of the Catholic Church. Next. next. <laughs> uh, I, I sometimes write notes within my... Notes? Within my notes... And every now and then I read them, and I, I don't know what they're attached to, but I just want you to re- know that I wrote, I have eyes in my head and an ass that won't quit. <laughs> wow. And if I haven't just found the title of my next special, I don't know who has. That sounds like the new doctored version of Working Girl coming to Broadway. Oh, I was thinking more of that Dr. Seuss, where it's like, because those who matter don't mind, or those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. That's what that, that's very, it's like a reworked Dr. Seuss. Mm. I have eyes in my head and an ass that won't quit. Go ahead, try it out, see if your D will fit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Molly Ringwald. This is the sexiest Dr. Seuss ever. I love the sexy Christ. (laughs) Okay. This episode of Dear Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.